Welcome back. Here's where you left off. Spoilers ahead for Ready Player One, both the book and the movie. Hello, everyone. Today, we are reviewing Ready Player One, book versus film. We are here to talk about what went wrong. The reason why we're talking about this is we, Derek and I have been arguing for the past year and a half two years regarding this book and how this book was great and the movie lack of a better word to describe it is the most awful thing I've ever seen coming from a book into a movie series or to a movie itself we've been every time we talk about a book that's so awful it ending up showing up this this book itself goes back to our conversation don't get us wrong the book is fantastic the question is we have the question what we have here is what went wrong and how did it go wrong and why this thing they call a movie became a movie. Let's start with that question. The question is this, Derek, what went wrong? Well, I, I think you say, stated it right and that we had a lot of talent uh, going into this movie, Steven Spielberg and Looking at his quotes about the movie, I think that I don't know if they adapted it to generalize for audiences or if it was just a cop-out. And I, I really have a hard time thinking that Steven Spielberg did a cop-out. When we look at other books that have been made into movies that have been done really well, and you and I have referenced The Martian before, which was done beautifully well, which it honors the material there that was in the book. I really feel like they just missed the mark on so many points. And I think the worst part of it isn't that they had to adapt it into a movie. The worst part is, is that they didn't capture the significance in the book, the characters in the books. And those would be Wade, Samantha, and Og. And H and the rest of the High Five as well also were not properly caught. And a lot of character development wasn't here. What I felt like with the movie was it was just a video game leveling up movie. In other words, you went from mission to mission to mission and the, there was no there was no such thing as character development. It was very and it was, this was a two hour and nineteen minute movie for God's sake. It was it was insanely long but we got virtually nothing for character development and it wasn't even as in depth as the book. Yes. So here's the kicker. Here's the, here's, here's the thing that really grind my gears here. The author of Ready Player One is uh, Ernest Klein. Okay. And guess who did the screenplay? Ernest Klein. So the original author was part of developing the screenplay for the movie. And I understand that it is very, very hard to take a material like Ready Player One or any books and moving it into a screenplay. It's always hard. You, you're always going to have some type of 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 change, some type of um, of of. You need to change some stuff because there's no way you can fit all this world in a book into a movie, or else the movie will be a three-parter or a two-parter. 
right? And we understand You and I have discussed that. this. We, yeah. we, we suggested it being a two-part movie. This really was, should have been a two-part movie. Three-parter, actually. For me, it's a three-parter movie because there's three there's three levels that they have to go through. And there's three, they should be considered a three standalone movies, right? Yes, I, I agree. Like each gate should be its own movie. And that would allow for strong character development. This was worthy of three movies. Easily. It is. It is. And the the biggest failing is is okay. Before we go to the failing here, let's just talk about the book itself. Let's start with the book, and let's talk. And after that, let's talk about the the film itself. Let's talk about the the plot on both sides and how they actually proceeds to 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 the ending of 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 its respective book versus movie it's literally um uh, a, a character name um a name what's his name uh uh where's his name i just lost his name now uh wade right and his his and he was playing this virtual reality thing and um and the person who made the um the virtual reality passed away so what he did is hey world i will give you the company if you can find the egg, right? You find you can finish the game. Literally, find this egg, right? There's three eggs, right? And they went at it. They start doing missions. They try to figure out. They they go to a game to try to win it, but they can't win it because they have to f- solve things over and over again. Try to get that to get one at least one egg, right? And uh, and Wade literally figure it out, but at the same time, you have this corporation trying to, to, to get the company, and they're, and throwing out so many resources, resources, and try, try to get the, uh, to try to get the, um, the, the game itself or the company itself. So they're literally eliminating people, right? And you, you get your evil corporation trying to win the game. You get your independent to win the game. So it becomes a uh, David and Goliath style mo- um, a storyline, right? And for the film, it has the same thing, but one thing it does not have, and it's lacking, is how they do the mission and how did they develop the mission and how they develop the uh, the 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 character itself. In the book, they, they spend so much uh, they spend so much time developing just Wade alone, the main character, right? And in the book, it's in the movie. It's literally a four-minute, five-minute thing. Literally, an intro of like a voiceover, and that's his life, right? And throughout the book itself, there was some. There's a there's character-driven storyline. There's like small arcs, small small uh, missions that the character put together so he can figure out what's going on. At the movie itself, they literally brushed that aside, and it was so disappointing that. That the 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 movie was horrendous, and one thing that I do want to uh, to uh, to talk about is if you read the book, the book actually tells you, hey, if you read this book, think about this music, right? And the music, the music soundtrack that the author put into the book, like telling you, hey, this is the song I was talking about. This is the, it, 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 every time I hear this song, it reminds me of something. It reminds me of, of, of what's actually happening, right? It has a very nice 80s vibe yeah, to it. Yeah, but, but that's the right? one thing in the movie where I could sort of give them a little bit of leeway. No, I don't. I disagree in no, that there, one. There, I, there's licensing, though, I, and that costs, I, right? I understand so all that, but, it, but here's the thing, though, Derek. This is a great opportunity for them to say, hey, if you want to get the essence of the whole book, 
you need to follow the music. You need to follow the music track. I'm just trying to be fair here about this. What they got wrong, though, was that Wade, they they made Wade into somebody that he wasn't in the book. The same thing with Samantha. In the book, Samantha is essentially always sort of five steps ahead of Wade. She's one of the most intelligent people in the group. She's very talented. She's very motivated. She's very into it. And in the movie, they changed the way she's perceived. She's turned into this sort of rebel organization cause, sort of loosely based thing that I, I'm not too sure why that was the choice because the strength of her in the book was that she was singularly focused in changing the world for the better and her desire to change the world was her motivation. As an example, in the book, her parents died of a disease, a plague or whatever that might be. And then in the movie, they were basically killed off by the corporation. Uh, and the character of Sorrento, who was really not that prevalent in the book, he was there and he, he kind of gave them the motivation to do it, but he wasn't really uh, a person that they needed to worry about. It was more about the Sixers rather than Sorrento. Uh, and when they made comments to the book, when Ernest was written the screenplay, I'm wondering, why did you make these choices? Like why Samantha, like, it turns Samantha's character into this uh, person who, who wasn't really that as impactful as she was in the book. What I liked in the book was that uh, the the revealing of each other to each other. In other words, them going from the virtual world into the real world and meet each, meeting each other as if it was Wade and Samantha, which didn't happen to the end of the book, and then Wade and H., And the other people that they meet are all sort of mid to late book. But in this movie, they just slap it together as a whatever moment. Whereas in the book, it was a very powerful moment. And I felt like there was no character developed. You weren't invested in the characters in this movie as you were in the book. Yeah, you do have a point there because uh, in the book itself, the way to introduce all the characters, even the side characters, were meaningful. There, there was a anticipation. There was a there was a great um, joy of meeting those people, right? In the movie itself, it felt like it was a rush thing. It's like, hey, by the way, this is H. Hey, this is Samantha, right? There's no, there's no, there's no, in, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's really, it doesn't feel the same. It gets worse. It gets much worse because the gates themselves, the puzzles, the the 80s trivia, even if you never grew up in the 80s, which was the best time, and that's the whole point of the book, by the way. It was the best time to grow up. Uh, Even if you don't get the best music came out then, the best shows came out from then, the best, all of this stuff, these amazing things came out of the 80s, and that was the the message of the book is that going that journey to learn and you had a new generation such as way to them learning about why the eighties was so awesome. Right. Uh, and they don't include all the things that they talk about. It'd be, it would be impossible in a movie unless we made three movies, but they took the gates and made them in the jokes. So it's like the first one in the movie was a race versus the first one in the book where it was a puzzle to be solved. And they, 
touched on it in the movie, but it really wasn't anything of value. Whereas in the book, it was so hard to solve these puzzles because it was intended to be difficult. It was intended to be hard. And as they solve these puzzles, either individually or together in the end of the book, that's how you got the bonding of the characters. As another example, there was a scene in the beginning of the book where Wade, and they didn't have this in the movie, is at school. He's on Ludus. He's on a planet which is nothing but school. And that's where the first gate is. He, that, he figures it out himself before anyone else, but he's hanging out in a basement that was mm-hmm. an 80s basement, which was super cool the way they, they described it. Yeah, the, the fact that they didn't bring that into the movie, I have no idea. Like That seemed like a really easy opportunity to do a callback to the book. Yeah, I agree with you because the the basement they're talking about, or the or the high school itself, it reminds them. It reminds him uh, the uh, the Breakfast Club, right? So it was a great, uh, it's a great visual thing if they they went with it, right? And you're right, the the movie lost that opportunity, and the way they um, they they literally compress the the storyline so much tried to fit this world into two and a half hours. And I understand they have to cut stuff. That's not a problem. That's always an, it, that's always been a, a thing. If you're doing, if you're an adapting a novel into screenplay, right? You have to cut something. That's, that's rule number one. You have to cut something or it's, it's just going to be too big. But in my opinion, they cut the wrong things out or they took one, one, one amazing thing in a book and they literally say we'll just make it as a reference point and and people who read the reads the book read the book before the movie like we did it was after the movie it was so disappointing i felt like that the the essence of the book is literally gone literally gone and and that's why that's why we're doing this episode and to talk about this thing this fiasco of a movie Right. The thing that disappointed me the most was that I, I wonder. I'm trying to give some cred to Ernest here, saying, "Did he lose creative control when he went and wrote the screenplay? Because he wrote it with another person, and then Spielberg gets involved. And I wonder if he just lost control of it. Uh, this would have easily made a three-part movie, similar, and I, I liken it to Back to the Future, where it could have easily been a three-part movie." Maybe because of the special effects, they they just deem that not appropriate to do. But uh, a character like Samantha, who was totally just destroyed in the movie, whose character was just totally uh, put aside as a secondary character, was really disappointing. The, The relationship that Wade and Samantha grow is more from... Wade's side, but you never buy into a single relationship in this movie whatsoever. Yes, it's all very 10 seconds here, 10 seconds there. That okay, they've spent 10 seconds together, this now they're supposed to be in love, mm-hmm. and it's it's almost like, you know, filmmakers are starting to lose their ability to build characters in a meaningful way in a movie these days because they're. I don't think that they could have done this justice in one movie, but 
the fact that Spielberg was involved, I had higher expectations. Oh yeah, oh yeah, same here. We were we we were we were both excited that this came out because we literally read the book um, before the movie came out, or we found out the movie's coming out. We ended up reading the book, right? And um, we were very very happy and excited going into the movies because of this. And you made a good point as well that that Samantha's character was a lot stronger and a lot smarter in the book and in in the movie itself they made her as a, as this um person who leads a uh, rebellion against against evil corporations right and her goal was exactly the same thing as Wade in in the book itself Right. Well, let me give you another perfect example, an example that I keep on coming back to whenever I was considering reviewing this. In the book, when Wade gets the quarter, which gets the free life, he plays, he finds an obscure reference in Halliday's journals and goes to a pizza shop on a planet that nobody's at right now, finds a video game in the back of a store, plugs it in plays a perfect game of Pac-Man not knowing what would occur and at the end of it once he beats Pac-Man which is very difficult to do he gets a quarter and he goes well this is this is kind of strange I have no idea what this is for but I've just spent the last seven or eight hours getting this quarter in the movie the the uh, the way that they presented Halliday's journal, I actually approved of. It was this sort of interactive place where people mm-hmm. could go and look at his memories and so forth. And I think that was a, that was a good way like to a history, visual, like, a, like a museum. Vi- yeah. Well, to visualize it for people on a screen. But in that interaction, he figures something out in a a, 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 a thing that every other person in the world has seen. And then the guy, the 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 curator of it is like, oh, here's a quarter. Yeah, yeah. For doing that, all right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what it is or so forth. But you do not feel that he earned that yes. in any yes. meaningful way. But whereas in the book, he struggles to get through Pac-Man. He struggles to get through it. And when he gets, when when it's revealed what that quarter was for at the end of the book and the way that it is given is more valuable yeah. than some some, some, some that's just yeah. that, that, that any other person who could have noticed one yeah. little thing in a, it just doesn't seem feasible to me it doesn't feel um, genuine that he want he got this quarter it felt like it was an afterthought that hey congratulations you saw something you don't need here here's a pat in the back in the corner right at least in the book the, the as main, you said the it, main, he wanted he took it right the main argument here though is that is that wade's journey journey is the story and what the movie is is not about anyone's journey it's about beating ioi and that is not the premise of the book i mean if that's the that's the bad guy that they want to defeat but the purpose of the book was for their journey to get to the end and that is so it's sort of like the book had this wonderful character development revealing like the, the moment that H and Wade meet for the first time and he learns that it's a woman instead of a man is sort of irrelevant in the movie because it in the 
in the in the book they have this deep relationship you know it's wade's best friend it's but in the in the movie it's just this walked over piece and i felt yeah. like every time there was the opportunity for them to put an emotional moment in it was completely wasted another good example is is when Wade goes undercover in Iowa as an indentured servitude in the book to be able to beat or get additional information. Whereas in the movie, it's Samantha that's put yes, in there. Yes, yes, you're right. And she just runs around. Dude, yeah. So Samantha's turned into this, I don't want to say Danzel in distress moment where she has to be saved, mm-hmm. which is sort of what they do with that. Just, you know, but in the actual book way was the savior yeah it was it was his journey that that's what i'm saying that that samantha's character in the book is way way stronger than the the movie itself i felt like that they literally ruined her character like samantha's character was one of my favorite wade was good but samantha's character in the book was fantastic right and the in the movie itself she just they put her in a situation that that there's no way if you read the origin, if you read the book we'll never put her in that situation. She, it, it's 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 horrendous in how they portray a great strong character in the book and change it so much in the movie, and it's disappointing. Well, another example is um, Og, and Og in the book is actually a really relevant character in that he he sort of oversees them. He sort of is in the basement with them in the beginning of the book, but they don't realize it. And he sort of pops up during the book. And when he's revealed near the end of the book, he's a much more relevant character. Whereas in the movie, he's in there for one scene at the end. Yeah. 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 You're right. Because Og in the movie, he was the, the curator, right? And the, in the, in the book itself, he was this guy in this, in this, basement that you need a password to get into right the elite of the elite right and also too in the book itself they met og in his house right and here well, well this is where he nothing. was helping them and, yeah. and, and and so there it also created a moment of when the when the high five first meet it's not it's not a moment that you're like, oh, this is really cool. It's a moment of, okay, we have to meet. Let's get on with the level up or the next mission yeah. of the video game. And maybe that's what Steven Spielberg intended. Maybe he just wanted it to be a video game. Another example is when they meet, they they, they made, uh, I think it's Shoto, 11 years old. Yeah, yeah. I think, or something like yeah, that. And like I, that. I don't think, I, I don't remember the exact age from the book, but I don't think he was that young. Well, they and killed I think one was, of the characters, right, in the book. Well, well, in the book, yes, yeah. they killed them, and uh, but th- that's not really so much that I'm blaming them for changing for the movie, but even the final battle scene in the movie uh, was a lot more know, entertaining, <laughs> way no, more entertaining no, in mean, the movie. <laughs> what I mean is, is that during the course of the book, Wade people valued Wade. That he would he would communicate with the world. He would talk with them. Sometimes he would people would listen to him. He had more interactions with the world than just. At the end of the movie, he's like, "Hey, everybody, everywhere, come and fight with me." What's their motivation? I, I mean, what's what's their motivation in the movie? 
you know, I mean, the Gunther groups that they're not a part of, he appeals to the Gunther groups saying that, you know, if IOI wins this, then it's a big problem, right? But in the movie, until the very end, they're all fighting against each other to win the prize. Samantha, Wade, all of them. But in the movie, it's just, well, Wade, Wade should have it. Well, that's not the way it was in the book. No, no. They made Wade a hero. They made the character Wade too much of a hero on the movie compared to the books. Don't you agree? I would not. I would. I would not call it a hero because in the book he was not a hero. He was a guy trying to do something. He was never interested in being a hero. Even in the end of the movie, in the end of the movie, where he's like, "I'm going to share this prize with everybody." That's the in only the thing book, they got right. <laughs> in, in, well, in the book, you know, he does this. What, what Samantha would call, why would you do that stupid gesture when he does it because he's a good person and because it's something that matters. We're in, because of all of the things they've gone through together to get to that point, he knows he would not be there without them. Mm -hmm. So what's the point of putting that moment in the movie if you haven't built that up? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and what's the, because... I would have preferred in the movie if Samantha had just been on her own in the virtual world right up to the end of the movie and then mm. revealed her and followed the same process. Even Shoto and, and the rest of them, you know, even H. H should have been revealed first because that's the way it follows in the book. Mm -hmm. And that builds up the reveals. These reveals weren't small things in the book. They were big deals because this is as they as the earnest makes a point is reality versus fantasy and that's the point of his book is trying to make this comparison about doing that and that's a big moment whereas in the movie they're just like hey guys we're all here it's yeah. fine yeah <laughs> at the end of the day it's the book it's uh the movie fell a lot of they didn't in my opinion they didn't accomplish anything that's worth noteworthy against the book they took the the overall overall story arc move it to a movie they tried their they cut out a lot of great scenes like we amazing scenes from the book and just remove it from the from from the movie itself to save time if you end up doing that you're literally ruining and changing the character of the the characteristic of the storytelling of the book into the movie and this book itself it should be considered a three-parter because there's three there's three eggs that they have to get if they made that a movie for each egg i can get i can tell i can tell you right now they'll make twice as much uh, three times more money and it's going to be an amazing storytelling right well and if we even take halliday halliday is the guy a nerd guy who who wade idolized but by the end of the book he no longer idolized him. He looked at him as somebody that was looking at Kira. So Kira was sort of the central underlying motivation for Halliday and Og, and that's how they're brought in. Mm -hmm. But Kira is made into this Dance object. Distress. I would yeah, yeah. It's it's like a Holiday's goal, but it never met, and they literally took that character and put it aside, right? Compared to the movie, sorry, compared to the book, Kira was the the consistent uh, 
thing that keeps showing up. She right. was the key. She was the she key. She was the key yeah. to getting the the final the final the final gate and so forth. And I mean, part of me thinks that that somebody got a hold of the script and just twisted it. I don't know who it was, but it is clear that it was so poorly twisted into a movie and condensed into a movie that two things happened. One, we got to run, run, run because we, we have to keep on going because it, there's just there's no way for us to fit this into, into a two-hour movie, and that's completely correct. The second problem is they didn't recognize the first problem. And the third problem we have is they're looking to make uh, a movie about the second book, Ready Player Two. Uh, and I... <laughs> I have very little faith in that movie coming out uh, because of just the the cluster that they did in the first one. Uh, even the 80s references in the movie were not the best. Uh, there was so much depth and so much mm-hmm. 80. I mean, you and I are 80s people and we knew the majority of the references in the book, but I don't think you have to know. No, you don't. The references, no. the references exactly to enjoy the benefit of the book because when they would say like a song or something and I would say oh I don't quite remember that it was a long time ago well yeah. somebody who never heard the song before it doesn't really matter all they have to know is that it was something that Halliday loved mm-hmm. and that it's a it's an obscure thing that only Wade figured out mm-hmm. or, or Samantha or whoever well really honestly Samantha figured out most of the stuff in yeah, the book, she did. which is she did, yeah. kind of the worst part because why did they create a rebellion in with Samantha, like what was the point of that? Yeah, Samantha was it, the it, key. It, no, no, no. Here's the thing: this rebellion in the movie had no purpose. No. It was never after no. they met, after they met, and after they ran away, it was never mentioned again, ever in the movie. Like they meet, she takes him out, she kidnaps him, she brings him out. Hey, I'm Samantha. I'm part of the rebellion. Blah blah blah. It's never mentioned again. What was the point? Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. That they made her this, like they made her char- her her virtual character as the as the um, uh, like the call of arms, right? And the book is not, right? And, and th- this is why one of the things, biggest things that failed, uh, in my opinion, that the movie itself failed of uh, th- taking the book it's, uh, book as a starting point is is the change of the characters. They kept the essence of the character, right? But they changed it the way how how the character interacts with other characters within in, within the movie itself. If you compare to the, compare to the book, it's completely different. Completely now, different. Let me, clear. Let, let me be clear here. I mean, we have not even talked about the actors in this movie. I am not faulting the actors. A lot of times you could say an actor's performance wasn't great and so forth. I'm actually completely putting this on the screenplay. Oh, I'm oh, really, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm really jamming this down on the screenplay because although maybe I didn't necessarily agree with all the actors in the movie, it's what they have to work with that really defines the role and the performance that they give. Yeah, for me, I agree with you 100%. It's not the character, it's not the 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 actor's fault. It is the screenplay, it's the, it's the screen, uh, screenwriter's fault. And the weird thing about this, the original author is the screenplay uh, writer. 
right? It, it's it's baffles me that that you have this amazing, amazing book, and you release this garbage. I I will say yeah, it yeah. right now. It is a garbage movie, and I'm very very shocked. That this but the movie budget is between 155 to 175 million, and the and the box office sale is 607 million. They I, live. I, I think I think there was such a missed opportunity. This could have been it a is. three movie part. Like they could have made it like Back to the Future, and they make a reference in Back to exactly. the Future exactly exactly in the movie with the DeLorean. And you know I'm not even going to object too much to them. I, I I do object, but I I understand it. Like for example, the first gate is just this racing car, race that they have to do, rather than being some logical thing. And he actually destroys the premise because the idea is whenever any one person opens up the gate, everybody can get through. Then, yeah. which is not the case in the book. You have to earn it each mm-hmm. person, and that's sort of the whole purpose of IOI is that they can interchange guys so quickly mm-hmm. to be able to to have all these experts and so forth, which really isn't explained that well in the movie, I think. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it's like one thing that I really like in the book that I, I was disappointed they didn't do it in the movie itself is how Wade start, started uh, his, um, his, his transformation from from being uh, being a very well um, in a low class poor he, he he's literally living in, tra- in a trailer moving into a ha- to an apartment right and developing all his uh, his equipment there right and it's not it's not it's not conveyed on in the uh, in, in the movie itself and it's sad it is incredibly sad so Derek, how would you rate the book? One out of ten, ten is the best. And how do you rate the movie from one out of ten? And yeah, just tell me your thoughts on your uh, I rating. I think that the I think that the book was one of the best books I've read in the last ten years. Uh, I I think books like that, The Martian. Uh, Project Hail Mary, or those are some of the the best books, the the X Force books. I mean, when we're thinking about books that are are, are speaking to us, it's all about the characters. So I think I would rate it, uh, you know, uh, a nine out of ten, just because uh, the second book wasn't. I guess that's not fair. I guess I would call it ten out of ten, because I loved that it was everything that you would want in a book that you that would encompass your childhood and gives you that connection to your childhood and it's clear that Ernest really loved the 80s and that's the whole part that comes through here and he he expressed that on the page it took him over 10 years to write this book and I'm not going to judge the guy for the way the movie went out in fact I will even give him credit saying that the movie the movie is like a 3 out of 10 and the reason that it's a 3 out of 10 isn't because they dishonor the material of the book it's a three out of ten because there's it's it's a it's a smorgasbord of video game movies and video game movies as an example give an example of the movie like doom is a video game movie there's no characters there's no plot it's just one mission after the other and that is what this movie was for me, the book, I'll give it about an eight 
eight out of ten. One thing that the book gave me for a guy who grew up in the eighties is the soundtrack. The soundtrack in the book is one of the best I ever seen or ever read. Right, you can capture every single moment of the books. Uh, he, he, Ernest literally used music to tell a story or tell an event happening in 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 a scene in the book. Well, you're talking about remembering the song, remembering you're the not song, talking yeah, about, yeah. Not talking about playing the song, no, 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 just no. talking about the emotional impact. Exactly, of the song yeah, when the, you were reading it, yeah, yeah, the emotions of it. Like it, it when when I was reading it, as soon as I read the uh, the music title, it brings me back. It literally brings me back. It's like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I expected. This is what as soon as he tells me the song, I read it. I was like, exactly, exact emotion I'm looking for, right? And the reason why I did not get it, give it higher than uh, than an 8 because to be considered a 10 out of 10 this has to blow every single thing i've read right but so far this is one of the, one of the one of the books that that in my opinion that defined what 80s is right in in, in a modern I think twist. that's why i gave it i think that's why i gave it a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. cuz i haven't found another book that defines an era yes, of yeah. a specific time frame better than this book exactly and exactly and I think it would be hard because no, it is. Yeah. you could make an argument about the 90s. We could have a whole discussion mm-hmm. about it. But when you get after 2000, uh, historically, things like music and movies have been going on this downhill pro- trajectory since that time. I mean, even statistically, when you do a, a mathematical analysis of music, it's it's not complex anymore. No. It, it's just this is an algorithm that says that people will listen to this song because there's this tone in it and there's, there's mm-hmm. this, there's the, yeah. there's no creativity in music anymore. It's yeah, just it's very lack of, yeah. But, uh, okay, now let's talk about, uh, let me give you my rating for the movie. I'm going to give, I'm going to be a bit more generous than three. I'm giving it a roughly about, uh, about five out of 10. The reason why I'm giving it five out of 10 is, Again, I'm using the soundtrack as the the key for this of of this. It didn't capture every single song going into the movie from the book, but it tried its best, tried to capture that moment, right? And the biggest failing in the movie itself is is they did not take the full essence of the book and transferring it here. And you said you don't blame the Ernest Klein on this one, and. Uh, and your rating for the movie for me I'm actually blaming him for it he has the ability to make this amazing book that he wrote like amazing book that he wrote change and put it in the screen for people to watch and he failed in my opinion he failed miserably but here's the thing though if his failure of this movie because of of uh of the number crunchers all the accountants are doing the uh, is is ca- is telling him how to do this job how to write this then i blame the studio as well too for this one all right blame steven spielberg for this one for creating this mess he's a studios are always going to make messes it is man. it is I mean, but we're we we're in the age of some executive having a harebrained idea versus the guy who actually mm-hmm. wrote the thing and that gets translated into the movie this is nothing new in hollywood oh exactly no i agree i agree this is, this is not new at all but i'm definitely invite ernest klein to, to talk to us about this because because i'm officially so disappointed with this movie 
that when we talked about reviewing this, because we, we've been we've been talking about trying to review these things for a while now, and for me to review the movie, it was the most awful, the most painful experience I ever have to endure again to get to to get this sorted on my head again. It was it was it was I was I was so disappointed. I'm like, my disappointment level is so high that if you ask me to watch this again, I'd rather go cut my eyes out. So okay, that's a bit dramatic, but <laughs> I'm also going to point out I'm also going to point out that my rating at three out of ten is a lot lower than your rating. So I, I don't know. I wasn't that dramatic about it. But okay. <laughs> no, again, I, I'm giving it a little bit more uh, kudos because of the songs than anything else because I don't know I'm a music major. So, <laughs> but again, it, it's one of those things that uh, it, it's I don't know. So I think you and I would certainly agree that we would strongly recommend reading the book. Uh, but the movie is an easy pass. Yeah, it's considered, in my opinion, if you have nothing else to do on the plane in a 16-hour flight, and the only thing that left that you have to watch is the last movie is this one, you go watch it, but get, do yourself a favor, go drink a lot. Thank you for opening the book with us today. Subscribe so you won't miss our next episode. We would love to hear from you. Send us an email at yourbookmarksinfo@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Join us again right here where you left off.